Welcome to another episode of Lovers and Things Podcast. Where your favorite couple's favorite couple talks, talks about, about the things they, they love. 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 Oh, okay. That was that was very uh um melodic. Beautiful. I was gonna say beautiful, but <laughs> uh, melodic. We'll yeah. go with melodic. You know, I told you I'm coming with the with the heavy hitters. It's very soulful. Oh, okay. It was like it was given like nineties r&b yeah um but pr- early 90s r&b <laughs> the spe- specifically where like when the uh <laughs> the the the, uh, s- the songstresses were a bit older oh you know not more like mature. the late they had mature yeah. vocals back what, then what are the names what is one of the names uh tamia i feel like there's something with uh, deborah cox right shantae moore right yeah i feel like there's some something with a y in the name that i that i don't know <laughs> okay. I hope you're not talking about a Shanti. No, no, Shanti's <laughs> like two thousands, early two thousands. Oh man! Speaking of songstresses, yeah, Rihanna did her thing. Yeah, she did at the Super Bowl. I loved it. Well, listen, we're coming to y'all hot off of the presses with the Super Bowl stuff, but yeah, she did her thing. Mm-hmm. I loved it. You know what? It's so funny because it was like so highly anticipated. And what I love about Rihanna is when she does her interview, she's always so real, which is why I think she's such a cool celebrity. Like everyone feels like they're friends with Rihanna. But she was saying how like she was nervous and how, you know, there may be special a special guest coming out. And a didn't seem like she was nervous to me. Mm -hmm. And secondly, the special guest was her unborn baby. Oh, little baby. (laughs) Was the baby on board. Yeah, I love how like how it contrasted just this rise of theatrics mm-hmm. and over the top performances and guest on guest on guest literally the last super bowl performance had like five uh musical talent on it the did. stage it did at least five yeah. mary j blige eminem 50 cent snoop dre i feel like someone else was involved but it yeah like it, it was just so polarizing and it it reflected uh, Rihanna's energy so well, like mm-hmm. how she's just so comfortable in her skin, and just being herself. I agree. Doesn't need to like really stretch outside of her brand. Yeah, she's like, yeah, um, I am the special guest and the star, yeah, and the draw. Y'all gonna get and this, the drama. Y'all gonna get this two step. Y'all gonna get. <laughs> Mama yeah. was giving pregnant two step, and I loved right. it for her. Like she gave just a little bit of energy, and like honestly, it was great. Rihanna has never been the one to like boom cat cat across the stage. Yeah, so it was fine. I love that. <laughs> it was and fine. It was just so refreshing. It was. It was like a breath of fresh air. Just give, and then also that catalog stands alone. Listen, I think we said the other day, and for y'all who are part of the Beehive, don't you dare come for me because this isn't the place. But I feel like. Oh. I yeah I feel like a hot take of hot take from Lex of all the projects that I listened to from that era of R&B singers I listened to the most Rihanna albums in full mm-hmm. I know the most Rihanna albums front to back mm-hmm. as opposed to Miss Beyonce this is they're both beautiful queens they both do their thing they both offer something different um, but then when I was thinking about like how Rihanna music make me felt feel yeah like when Beyonce did the Super Bowl I was singing along and I was singing right. along. Right. But when Rihanna did the Super Bowl, I was singing along. Like some of those songs are legit, yeah. like international. Like, it's... oh my gosh, and I you, love like, her. Put some respect on her name, because yeah. like when you really think about it, it's over almost twenty years. Yeah, she's of, done of good work. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
Yeah, the range. The range it's, is she's crazy. She's a pop star. Yeah, she's an icon and legitimately a style icon. Legitimately a beauty mogul. That Fenty plug for the Invisimat. I was like, ma'am, you better plug oh, your product. Right. <laughs> you better plug. It was great. I loved I it. Loved I had it, fun. Yeah. And on the red was cute. I can't find the MVP um, liquid satin or matte lip anywhere. Y'all done bought it out of Sephora. This? The oh, lip that she was wearing is okay. from the Fenty line. Sorry, regrounding is from Fenty. I tried to find it. You girls have bought it. Okay, uh, L- leave some for me. I can't find it anywhere. Sephora, uh, it's sold out online and in store. Where am I supposed to get it? Ain't my fault. I didn't. I didn't buy none of that. Oh, that feels like I was yelling at you, doesn't it? I don't know. I'm just I'm a little <laughs> scared. <laughs> All I know is that y'all girl, y'all girls, better get up off that MVP. I need one. Yeah, but it was fun. She did that. Yeah, and, absolutely. Um, I think that, like, how, like, every, I was expecting a lot, but it was like, no, 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 sit down. This is all you're going to get. And I was, it was very, like, humbling for me it's like, as oh. the audience member. Oh, like, no, okay. no, it's not about you. Yeah. I'm giving you a show. This yeah. is what you're going to get. It's like, oh, no, honey, you thought you were going to dictate how I performed? <laughs> no. Silly you. <laughs> I'm the icon. I'm the legend. Yeah, I'm the icon. And what she lacked in um, features, she made up in the 5,000 dancers in oh, those wow. white so Michelin man suits. Yeah. Okay, The marshmallows. <laughs> the marshmallows. <laughs> I love the outfits. Which were also for sale on, on Savage Expendia. Really? Can we be marshmallow people? They were sold out once again. By the time I went, all they had left were like the boxers and like some of the crop tops. There's which... no knockoffs like on Wish.com? No, nah, if I'm going to buy something, it? I'm going to do the real one. Don't you Wish.com? <laughs> Call me. I'm just trying to get try to get the look. That's not what we do over here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we, I think for our because you know we've been working on the studio. Mm-hmm. Um, what <laughs> feels like forever now, but we're working on the studio. <laughs> I think for our uh, our visual debut, mm. we should have the Michelin Man suits. You well, and I. Let's see what I can do. But if we have the Michelin Man suits, that means we're going to have to do choreography. Are you ready to do? Whoa. Come knowing the way the fil- the knowing the shot is going to be cropped, which mm-hmm. is waist up, <laughs> that's my pocket. I'm good <laughs> for a seated dance. Ta, ta, ta. You see me on road trips when I be in the car? Yeah, I, I, I be fucking it up when I be sitting down. <laughs> Greg However, is a, a, a chair dance. Bring my legs into the equation. <laughs> that's when things get a little rocky, a little shaky, oh, a little heel toe. Ah, yeah. Uh, see, I ain't yeah. doing all that. You're not doing. Okay, no. that's fine. See, I'm good with the waist up. You know, a little bit of shoulder action. You know, my elbows are kind of involved a little bit. Okay, just know? a tad, not too much. Which is perfect yeah. for the shot that we're going to have for the the, vid- the visuals of the podcast. Yeah, so are you guys excited for this? We're bringing you visuals. Yeah, so we should have a coordinated like look inspired by the, Mar- Mich- the, Mar- the Michelin Man. I agree. We will have a launch look, and we will update you guys when that is on the way. How fun. Yeah, so that was that. Yeah, that what was, is, that was a good time. What else has been going on, guys? I also think that, like, as of late, I have been going down this train of reliving a lot of, like, nine late 90s and early 2000s nostalgia by uh-huh. way of the real world, which <laughs> seasons are available on Netflix. Did you know that? Well, now you do. And for those of you who grew up in that late 90s, early 2000s, like, what I call like the golden age of reality TV. When people went on reality TV and didn't have money, 
uh-huh. weren't trying to gain any fame because what's a cell phone? What's the internet? When people were just, just like naturally who they were, there weren't any boob implants. There weren't any BBLs. Mm-hmm. There weren't Solins. <laughs> okay. Yeah. People just showed up on this show and were like, okay, why not? I absolutely have been loving it. Yeah. And you it's know been what? so fun. I noticed like something in you lights up. Really? When <laughs> you're in your real world <laughs> <laughs> nostalgia bag. Because that's funny. You you get on the show, you the glee, the glee that yeah. that, you, that exudes out of you when you're watching that show is this. It's so interesting to see. Yeah, it's because these are like re, you've already seen all this. I've lived through it. That's what it is. Like the real world on MTV. I think the first season I watched was the season with Tex and Ruthie. Do you guys remember? Was that my aunt? What was that? What season was that? But anyway, that was my first time. If y'all know, y'all know. And like I've been addicted to like watching what i thought at the time were older people Uh and be like oh "Oh, so this is what it's like to be an older person right and so watching it now and knowing that these people are in their early 20s and i am no longer in my early 20s so watching it from another perspective to me is just so 360 and funny (laughs) it's so funny and like i remember the characters and how i felt about them and watching it now i'm like ooh, i don't know why i felt like that he's a dog or i don't know why i felt like that she's a little a little desperate like it's just so fun it's like reliving my childhood right the the things they've been going through on that show it's just so it's like these are like you got to be you got to be in your early twenties to make those types of mistakes. But when you Definitely. were watching it back then, these were these were like you said, you felt like these were adults that had their 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 lives together. Yes, I remember the first time that I saw someone drunk was that season with Texan Ruthie, I think her name was, and that's also the first time I saw people skinny dip. So they uh-huh. she had jumped into the pool and skinny dipped, and she had a drinking problem. So and this is also extremely exploitive. Like when I think about it, like exploiting oh, these. Yeah. People, but um. So one day they come home. She comes home from like going out, and she's like so drunk that like you can see the whites of her eyes. Her eyes have rolled into the back of her head. And so that was my first time ever seeing anyone drunk ever. My parents didn't drink. My uncles didn't drink. I didn't see drinking like in my day to day life Uh or even really on TV or movies. So seeing a real person drunk, I was like, Is that what alcohol does? That's (laughs) trash. Like you learn so much about the freedom of adulthood through those type of shows. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm currently watching um, the Las Vegas season, which I also remember vividly. And I've just been loving it. I, you know, I walk by and I see you and I get pulled in always. (laughs) Because I see something that I find troubling and I've got to state my opinion on it. Because that matters, this right? This is troubling. Uh, but it was the Gabe, which was a was someone's boyfriend yeah. from home. Irulan and the Gabe. girl that was just like all Irulan. over that one. Who? Irulan and her boyfriend Gabe back home. Right. And yes. then the guy, Alton. Yes, Alton. Who was a cast member. Yes. And she was like all over Alton. Mm-hmm. And Gabe's at home. You know, thinking he's his his girls out there, yep. you know, representing herself mm-hmm. in a, herself in a manner that would reflect a woman that's in a relationship. But <laughs> quite Even though they were in an open relationship, technically, is that what that was? That's what they said. It was oh. established later. It was established later that they were in an open relationship. God, that's a nice save, right? <laughs> Ratchet, for your ratchet open relationship, right? Because like, oh no, 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 no. Wait, is, this was an open yeah, relationship. Really, that's why I was out know, here, all so over the guy that, in the bed. I ain't seen to work yet. If y'all know somebody who's in an open relationship, we I'd love to um 
interview them mm-hmm. on lovers and Get things because i'm curious because yeah, that's a thing that's a thing <laughs> that's a loving and things yes that's a, lot a thing of extra things. <laughs> but the the it was the the night vision scene <laughs> Love the night vision on these reality shows where they have cameras in each of the rooms right. so y'all can see and like just, their eyes are glowing like raccoons in the night. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're literally rabid the way they're like grinding on each other. Right. And uh, it was the denim. Oh, that's another. Th- oh yeah. She was so, on the guy. So Irulan comes in from a night of going out to the strip club with Arissa. Uh-huh. Arissa is. Oh, by the way, these are both women of color. That's mm-hmm. important for for a number of reasons on any of these reality shows. But both of them are. Um, it identifies black women they are mixed um and so they go out to the club strippers male strip club Erilon says oh my gosh it's giving me feelings uh-huh. and so she comes back to the scene of oh comes back to this the, is the woman that's in the relationship yes the one that's in the open relationship she comes back to the house darts darts from the front door to alton's bedroom alton sleep y'all <laughs> sleep, the alton lights are out. <laughs> sleep lights is dark this is all like grid set through night vision and she starts night like vision. kissing him and grinding on him in the bed yeah. she's got on her full outside Outfit, clothes jeans <laughs> rubbing denim ink oh on her on his comforters and Alton's like what what did you and this is Alton's voice well bro listen like don't you have a boyfriend and I can't because the boyfriend (laughs) (laughs) it's gold I'm I'm telling y'all it is gold and then I'm like asking like like, isn't this girl in a relationship like she's like yeah yeah shh shh yeah yeah be quiet and I'm like she's in a relationship (laughs) that's not the point (laughs) (laughs) why are you not acknowledging this Oh, oh man, that was that's crazy. Stuff. I'm glad you've uh, opened up that uh, time uh, capsule. It makes me and, so uh, happy. I've been digging into that, and it's interesting seeing how different things are. Like truly, this was the golden age of reality TV, where no one like these people. Like Arissa even said, one of the other castmates, that she came in with twenty four dollars in her pocket, like mm-hmm. and wasn't expecting fame out of this. Like these were just young people yeah. who were trying to figure they, their lives out, and flexible. this was an opportunity. Not much going on. Responsibilities. And man, good stuff. I love the real world. I think I've watched almost every. My first season again was the Texan Ruthie season. Somebody let me know what season is that. Um, And I watched it, I think, up until around 2009, which is when 2007, 2008, somewhere in there. And I think that's because things started getting a little weird. Like the landscape was changing with reality TV. Things were becoming a little less authentic. Okay, more um, um, marketed, commercialized. Yeah, and other reality shows had started to pop up on the scene. Exactly. And so the real world kind of fell off. Yeah, commanded a lot of attention to Housewives. Exactly. So there you go. Yeah. But um, it's been fun. What are you watching, though? You watching anything? It can't just be the real world. Well, I just just started cracking into Snowfall. (gasps) So, um... I was getting my hair cut, and the uh, the guys at the barbershop were talking about Snowfall. Snowfall, yeah. And I, I didn't know what they were talking about. I knew you, that was a show you watched, mm-hmm. but I didn't know what they were talking So I was like, let me get into this. Yeah. So um, if you guys aren't aware, Snowfall is a show set in L.A. I'm pretty sure a lot of people already watch it, but it's during <laughs> it's, the 80s, early uh, crack epidemic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a crime drama that follows... Uh, the stories of several uh, characters, yep. parallel lives. It's what's interesting is like <clears throat> you can see their parallel lives and the connections. How they th- how they're about eventually to come to. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's really it's really fun to watch mm-hmm. and see that tr- see that um, 
happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it stars Damson Idris as uh, the the main star, Franklin Saint, right? John Singleton, the the legendary uh, screenwriter. R.I.P. John yeah, R. I. P. Singleton. He died um, a or couple pat- years ago. Yeah, yeah. Few years ago. while you know while he was directing it, I think it was season three. Oh really? Yeah. Where John Singleton had passed, and you could—I mean, the seasons still are great. Like, but you can tell that there was a little bit of like mm. the the energy change, and I think because he wasn't there. But R.I.P. John Singleton—he's yeah, like a, a he's legend. Behind in phenomenal black film. films. I mean, mm-hmm. Poetic Justice, Good stuff. Baby Boy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the one thing I would know—I've only watched what two episodes, maybe one and a half. Yeah, I think <laughs> so, you're—I think you're one and a half in. One and a half in. And, and I'm rewatching it with him, guys, because that's how much I loved Snowfall. <laughs> the performances. Top, this is top probably tier. the best casting I've ever seen. It's top tier. Like the casting, mm-hmm. each actor's role mm-hmm. is just it comes through so authentically, mm-hmm. and the performances are just just chef's kiss, mm-hmm. perfect. So I'm really enjoying getting into that, Good. and uh, that's been a fun one. And I'm, and you know, I I, I get it, like this. The crack epidemic, coke, all that stuff was like clearly those people were in it. But it, what really contextualized it is in one of the scenes they were like, "Oh, they were breaking down the the numbers mm-hmm. of cocaine and crack sale," <laughs> and they're like, "It was a hundred dollars a gram." You were like, "Oh," I was like, "What? A hundred dollars a gram? That's money, money." <laughs> I'm like, "Gold is right now like fifty eight dollars a gram." Yeah, in today's dollar. Right, right. So in the eighties, a hundred. That is insane. I was like, man, babe, are we in the wrong industry? Should we start up? A- <laughs> and we are not, for <laughs> the record. Saying, those, those numbers is numbering. The numbers are crazy. And that's how people were able to build freaking drug empires. It doesn't happen that's because insane. it's $58 a gram. It was $100 a wow. gram. You built an empire. Yeah, so that was eye open. I'm really enjoying that show. Good. I'm glad. And honestly, the the um, storylines get so intricate. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, without spoiling anything for you and obviously anyone else who's watched it, is the development of Franklin Saint's character. The arc, the story His arc. His character. Yeah. Damson Interest does a very good job of uh, of evolving. As because you know, each season is like a year or so in time, yeah. And so, like, he does such a good job of developing into um, what you would ex- it expect ultimately like, becomes, yes. And yeah. it gets so gritty and it gets so it starts from the beginning of his story, like, where he he's first very gets into it, mm-hmm. and then he's very innocent, very naive, and very, I mean, got a lot of grit and like passion about him, but then he becomes. Well, I won't say anything right. else. But, yeah, and <laughs> it's he, great. He, he does a good job at uh, at displaying the nuance, mm. the subtle nuance, mm-hmm. like the little things he says and does. Mm-hmm. It's it's very good foreshadowing. That's it why is. that's a testament to not only his performance but also the writing. The writing yeah, you know? the writing is good. Shout out to Damson Idris, mm-hmm. Lori Harvey's baby daddy. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, they're I'm, not. I'm they're Team not. Michael B. What? Okay. Get out of here. No, you're I'm not. I'm Team Michael B. I ain't Team Michael B. Jordan, please. <laughs> I'm Team Whoever that? Lori's with that, that day. <laughs> What's that? that? He, I'm like, he's like Michael SNL. B. Jordan. He's like Michael B. Vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Michael B. All right. Yeah. <laughs> after I mean, the breakup. After the right breakup. Um, yeah. I, Michael B. Jordan, to be fair, is not my favorite actor. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. He just doesn't do it for me. When he's I'm, on screen, he just, it just be so happy. You know what it is? It's the Black Panther. When okay. he was in Black Panther, yeah. I felt like he was the weakest link. Really? I thought okay. he was the weakest link. Yeah. I did. In terms of the performances. I thought he was, and I just have not been able to like 
get past it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think my thing is a loyalty to to America, really, because our black actors is slim pickings. These That's British, I, that, these but British I love actors Jonathan Majors, over. and he's an American uh, he's black a recent actor. Rise. But he's, he's an recent. he's an actor. That's what I'm saying. And that's why I respect that. I'm holding on to the little bit we got. They need all the support we can get. <laughs> this is two of them at this point. I mean, Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Majors. There's probably more that I'm missing out on. I'm but the British Google. actors are notoriously taken over. Hold right? On. You got the Chueto Echiofor. I think mm-hmm. that's how you say it. Echiofor. Obviously, you have the Idris. You got Damson Idris, mm-hmm. which is weird. Idris Alba. Elba. Right? Elba. And then Damson mm-hmm. Idris. Mm-hmm. And then the countless other black actors that do <laughs> black American roles mm. um, that like take over those roles and do really good at them uh, objectively. But it's just like, you know, I support a home team. Yeah, because you know? even because I'm trying to think like Chadwick Boseman was a black American actor. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think who else do we have that's notable. Exactly. Kevin Hart counts. Oh, Jamie Foxx counts. <laughs> <laughs> You reach deep in the in the barrel now. Uh, yeah, you're you're absolutely. That's what I'm, saying. I'm just like, trying of, to support of the, the next home wave. Team. Yeah, that's true. Because I'm over here googling it. I'm like, ooh, you right. A lot of the Black American actors, um, male, are uh-huh. are seasoned. Yeah. So of the young ones coming up, you're absolutely right. right. The I'm Brits like are stealing supporting the it. Michael B. Jordans. I'm supporting the Jonathan Majors. Mm-hmm. I'm like, give them all the positive vibes. But um, yeah, that's been what I've been watching that's a good one we'll have to keep keep the people updated on your your love for snowfall because it will become a love right yeah and uh you know i i went to the dentist the other day okay sharp and, left. Uh, I, I i just have a thought i have a thought um okay. why do they talk to you while you're in the middle of the, pr- the procedure with your mouth wide open why do they be talking to you don't like nobody a, be talking to who talked to you this, this is asking me all these questions who you What's, have I don't know their name. What's what is it? Her? It changes every time. Oh, you? Ha- it is. Every time I go there, someone new. Oh, I always had the same people. It's just the, all the questions, I, and I'm my mouth is open. Arr, arr. Oh, so how how you been flossing every day? Two times a day. Arr, arr, arr. My mouth's wide open. You ask me questions. I got a holes in my mouth. Pause. That's uh, <laughs> that's like pulling up all this I stuff. I will not acknowledge. They're that. in there tinkering. Mm-hmm. They're they're plucking at stuff, poking at things, and they're asking me all these questions. What's that all about? I've never experienced that, so I don't they know. They don't ask you questions? They don't ask they don't talk to you? Questions. They ask me questions before, like when they're setting me up for like, because I'm assuming this is your cleaning. Yeah. Your cleaning. When they're setting me up, they usually ask me, and then they go through the the thing, talk to the assistant, and make notes of like places and stuff. And then afterwards is when the questions come in. But no, I've never gotten In the middle of it, they're not talking to you. Not really. This has been a constant thing to me. What? They talk to me. Shrapnel is flying out of my all manner of of stuff water's getting thrown everywhere no. my mouth's wide open my mouth's agape no it's agape <laughs> and and they're just talking they're talking to me Mm-mm. i can't say i relate <laughs> i can't say i relate to that maybe because i give don't talk to me energy because i just no but you're notoriously the person that pulls things out of people well yeah um you have that effect <laughs> i don't know if that's a good thing or not um but no, I do people talk to me when I'm getting my cleaning? No. I'm just wow, gonna say wow. no. I wish. I wish. What side of the fence are y'all on? Do people Do, they be, do your dentist do people and, talk uh, to y'all? Dental, dental hygienists, are they talking to y'all? Cuz that's weird. Why are you talking to me? They are talking a lot. 
they're Leave asking me about, they're, they're talking to me about how oh you know I'm, I'm just getting in there i'm just you know there's a little bit of stuff here so i'm working here and i'm like uh-huh 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 like <laughs> that's all i could give them no anyway. no sorry i was literally in my mind that's trying fine. to go back to my last cleaning and be like did she speak to me now granted i have a chatty kathy my new dental hygienist i've I keep I've kept with the same person probably because I'm also an ortho treatment so I don't know if that has something to do with it. Yeah, you're in there like bi-weekly yeah, or monthly. At monthly. This point. And so when I go for my cleanings in particular, I have the same lady, but she don't be I mean, she talks a lot, but she talks early in the beginning, and then she talks a lot to the assistant, uh-huh. and then at the end, she talks. Like talking at you? Yeah, but she don't be talking to me. <laughs> oh, there's a, there's a back and forth. There's a Q&A going on. It's a lot. I don't know. what. Maybe I got to wow. do something different. No, no. You don't like it, though, is the You know me in general. I'm the conclusion. Just talking. No, I'm just not with this, all this talking stuff. <laughs> <laughs> keep it. What are we doing You're here? You're speaking to me. With all this small like talk. It. All this, this uh, small talk. Yeah. Because I, like, well. I, like, I talk deep. I get right. I will pull you down a rabbit hole. Okay. So if if you're not if we're not about to get on this rabbit hole, what are we doing? What are we doing? I want to get into it. I want to know everything. Tell me about the drama. I want to know what's going on. Give me the drama. Give me the drama. Give me the drama. Give me the drama. Okay. Wow. (laughs) You are really. I love that. I don't know what's happening. She's spiraling, y'all. I'm spiraling. Okay, we got to move on. Okay, so, what's next? New, you, we have a, a project that just <gasps> yes, happened. Yes, we have a home update, you guys. Oh, yeah, we are going to share uh-huh. this. Very nice. Can you guys guess what it is? I think we may have hinted towards <laughs> can't it. Can't guess. They going to be guess. guess? They can't guess. Okay, well. We All right, guess. Guess right now, y'all. Guess, guess, guess. guess. What do we do? They're guessing. Right, I'll give guess. you a hint. It's on the outside of the home. Exterior. Remember we talked about exterior yeah, updates? What is it? Did you say driveway? I think they, did. Right. they did. Oh, they guessed it. You they guys are so it. smart. <laughs> so that was yeah, all for us. That honestly. was all for us. But we got the driveway done, guys. Yes. Yes, we did. Finally. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which turns out, uh, no one has ever done. <laughs> like, Listen. Our neighbor was like, yeah, no one ever did it. That's crazy. So all these years, three because the people across from us has been living here at least twenty years, and they said in that time, <laughs> no one has ever done the driveway, updated it, uh, and it looked like it. Yeah, it wasn't great. It wasn't great. Didn't love it. Yeah, you know. So we got it done, mm-hmm. and uh, it feels great. Oh, it, it feels great. It's uh, it's it really spruces up. Is that a look? At, who, who am I? Wow, I'm using the word spruce. You've been watching I like HGTV. That. I don't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> That's word. an HGTV spruce. word. Spruce. No, it it really makes the exterior looks uh really sharp. Mm-hmm. Sharp now. Mm-hmm. Like everything looks clean and crisp. I agree. It's like it's one of those things where. You know it needs to be done, and you know it's an eyesore it not being done, but you don't realize that the impact of it would be so immediate and grand. Right. And I think that it looks so nice, and has actually called to attention other things that I now want to hurry and fix. Right, because <laughs> it, 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 at one point it was kind of a little bit of a visual distraction. Yeah. So that visual distraction like seeps over to the house, but yeah. when you got it done, the house looks like the overall looks neater. Yeah. Because like, oh wow, like it looks so mm-hmm. neat over there. It does. And we have this massive like four-car driveway mm-hmm. so it's a lot of area yeah it's a lot of space to, to have cleaned up so mm-hmm. it's a good thing we got that done yeah and our neighbors so funny enough the people a house over and to the left or whatever uh 
piggybacked off of our efforts and they just went across the street and did their driveway <laughs> yeah, too. I was, I was watching. I was looking outside. And I saw the guy walked over, chatting up the 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 uh, asphalt. First off, so many people stopped by to watch. Really, you didn't tell me that. There was an I was audience. At the gym, y'all. There was an audience of people watching the p- p- people paving. Really, I don't know why they were watching, but people flocked in the neighborhood. They were standing around looking. What? Watching them in a port of asphalt. That is so strange. You I didn't was, mention this to me. Yeah. <laughs> just standing around. <laughs> People would walk by and just stop and watch and like kind of poke around. So when I saw the neighbor come over yeah. and chat, I thought he was just adding to the gallery a of part of, of the audience. <laughs> and uh and then next thing you know, I see them go hit a U turn with the truck, mm-hmm. parking in front of their house to start pouring asphalt there. How clever. Very a clever. Two a two for one. We should have gotten a discount. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's really impressive. But uh, nice. the, the thing that really got me is, so I think a lot of people might experience this, but when you um, hire people to, to come do some work for you, mm-hmm. there's like that moment where you intro- you meet them and you, you like get started. There's an introduction. Sure. And uh, that was probably the most awkward introduction ever. <laughs> Why? What did you do? What did you do? Because... All right, let me walk through it. Okay. The guy comes over, and uh, I come out. I'm like, hi, hi. And uh, we're doing the driveway. <laughs> it's like, here it is. It's right here. Yeah. Like, what else? This is the driveway. Can I just say, thanks, thanks. I could see this what, happening. Is there anything you need from me? Like, no, like, is this the driveway? Greg's not right, good at, at, at shooting the you-know-what. Greg isn't good with <laughs> filling air. <laughs> so I, I feel the air. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What else is there to say about a driveway? I guess that's it's, it. It's uh, right here hey, in front of morning. everyone. Hey, good How you doing? Feeling good about this? Okay, so this is the space. Uh-huh. Let me know if you need anything. I'll just be inside. Exactly. That's that's fast, and there's not much there. But that's not awkward. It could be. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right, yeah, obviously the driver is right in front of us. Uh, let me know if you need anything. I'm going to be inside. <laughs> But I love that, though. I love when it's that simple. Here's the job. You it's, know what You to know, do. most projects, you're like, oh, let me come in. Let me show you the room. This broke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah you can oh, see I see here's what the, here's the, Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about uh, what are your thoughts on this? What are your, It's just the driveway. Mm, big facts. There's not much to it. So it's just like, <laughs> you know, landscaping. You're up. like, yeah, you know, I, I think I need this. But, you know, is there any upgrades? You know, like, can you do this? Can you yeah. do that? Yeah. With like um, any appliance up inst- installation mm-hmm. or quoting a job, you're like, I'm thinking of this color. I'm thinking of that. There's like variety to the process. There's no variety this time. Driveways is a driveway. Ain't no variety. So you just be like, all right, let me know. If you need, let me know if you need it. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably That's why funny. the people across the street just got it done that fast. Yeah, because it's, not, it, much it's it. not much to it. And you know what? Good for them. And you're right. Simple projects like that. Love them, mm-hmm. get it done, make things look better immediately, and let's move on. Right. And I think the driveway is a testament to our budgeting. Yes. Um, I th- Because it was one of those projects that, and we like we said a, a couple episodes ago, we had two projects planned for this year. Mm-hmm. Driveway, and I forgot what the other one was. It's dishwasher. Front, dishwasher or something like that, or front door. Some, was it? One of the, we had many of things. Uh-huh. Um, but um, I think... As part of this month, we've been going down this no spend, mm-hmm. but it supports our ability to plan better I agree. for projects. Yeah. So just so you guys know, Gregor and I did, like he said, like no spend. And the term no spend actually is misleading. Um, but for the sake of the vibes, 
um, No Spend February. Yeah. Which was essentially um, us not doing any extraneous spending. Yeah, frivolous, unplanned yes, spending. You exactly. Know. And it's it's come from, I think, for the longest, we've, we've kind of fell into this uh, rotation of we would plan for the most part, but then we kind of do whatever we want. <laughs> like we would just like if if there's no if if we didn't feel like cooking, we would yep. just order out mm-hmm. or we go out to eat, and we kind of just know, did we our own thing. We love it. So it's like you know, how about we actually we tried to intentionally like curtail our uh, spending. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it actually has been okay. I think for me, what has happened is it's shown me like the things that like Greg says, like that are being purchased that I 100% could just plan for a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Um, But then for me, because we did spend so much money on um, just like random eating out and stuff, it forced me to be like, okay, how much of this is really poor planning versus we don't have? And 98% of it was just poor planning <laughs> yeah 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 the planning like thing. just poor planning so like we've been um focusing on having more meals at home like that and even from a personal perspective i've been like i got rid of the uber eats app y'all i got rid of the doordash <laughs> because that's it. the devil's work and the unassorted all together and forced myself to like be like look what's in the house if what i want is not there how do i fix that that's an easy fix just order it right and that is his own budget because there's a grocery budget for that so it's fine yeah and like do the cooking and all of that stuff and and use what we have yep yeah and the you know for me it was more so really f- not responding to my uh impulse oh that's good those needs yeah like obviously we all have needs that arise in a month right but it could just be, why don't you wait for the next month? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how simple it is. Yeah. Like, all right, you need this thing now. Is Can it wait for next month or just an emergency? Like, you have to buy it now. Yeah. So just holding back on my impulse. To, the Amazon is, is the problem, really. Yo, the listen, Amazon car, is the problem if you want to be honest I about just, it. Just getting, everything getting dropped off. Amazon's the problem. Yeah. And, you know, I was watching this YouTube video from this account called Big Think. Okay. I think they take like documentaries and chop them up into small pieces yep. and make little segments. Mm-hmm. And one of the segments was called your money trauma starts at childhood. Ooh. And, and it was just talking, there was this talking with financial psychologists and financial therapists about how ch- childhood learnings influence how we mm-hmm. do things as an adult. And sure. I, I think a lot of my impulse came from me wanting to make sure everything is fixed immediately. Yes, that is very much a you thing. Yeah, and I, I think, like, in my childhood, we took a little bit longer to fix things. So I think, in like, as an, as an adult, I just try to move quick mm-hmm. on things. Mm-hmm. And I think as a result, it has kind of created some bad money habits. Interesting. So that's kind of what I've been working around mm-hmm. through that. So that's what I've been learning this last month is just slowing that's down. good. Yeah, I love that one. That one's really good. Um, I think similarly, I mean, outside what I shared with you guys previously, this idea of just like, you know, it things need to be more planned for. I think I've learned that, you know, in the grand scale of things, to Greg's point, most of the things that I feel like I want are just that there's wants versus needs type yeah. of things. And I think I, I've learned to really draw the line between those two and the things that I want. I, I don't want to stop myself from having those things, but it's the immediacy of, right. of of that that I feel like is very part of our microwave generation uh, of just having things so easily accessible. Um, and I think that can get a little that can get a little weird. Yeah, get a little weird. So you keep doing it over and over. It, 
it adds up because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. there's no relief. Yeah, and it yeah. kind of forces you to just be more responsible. And like I said earlier, I've really taken on like the 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 food aspect of our home yeah. in a particular way. And it's just, you know, it's just forcing me to be honest and it's also forcing me to be creative. Mm-hmm. I've had to be creative with, you know, our food and things like that. But then also I've been forced to be okay with stuff that isn't stellar which is hard for me when i feel like the food isn't a moment which also probably a childhood thing like (laughs) celebrating around food is big for my family yeah Yeah. and so like everything's gotta hit yeah everything's gotta be something and food is often very delicious and fun um and so when it's not i feel like but then i realize at the end of the day you just need to get fed (laughs) so i mean you know basic food is still good food and i've kind of learned that right exactly over these last couple weeks as well yeah just like (laughs) we've never really done that yeah we kind of just kind of did what we wanted to Mm -hmm. do for the longest yeah act off of impulse so we've never really had garbage <laughs> and this this makes us sound like extremely bad spenders which is not the case greg uh-huh. and i are actually extremely um extremely I diligent i think we're just people who are very introspective <laughs> which is why this right. sort of work is is and i that think we do. when it came down to food we were just a little bit a lot of bit more liberal yeah so yeah like that was our, that's our like vice buy certain things mm-hmm. like like we would probably hold off on clothing mm-hmm. or gadgets yep. or we don't or, do that. Or things. But when it came down to food. Ooh, we going to eat it. <laughs> DoorDash had our address on their, like, rotation. All Like, they were always stopped. Our yeah. spot was, like, a, a destination. Yeah, we the, love we the love the varieties of the routes. food. Mm-hmm. But um, and, I, and I've learned, too, to just pre-anticipate our needs and be okay with having, like, frozen pizza in the house yeah. for, like, Friday night pizzas. Um, if that's the vibe or just like have like, you know, if I am in a taco mood, let's just go ahead and get those right. mission carb, <laughs> carb free tortillas in there and just make sure you're prepared. Like and just, you know, because you know what your habits are at this point. Exactly. So, yeah, good stuff, y'all. Yeah. So now it's time for our things we love look at you, you see you i'm see? pulling out one of your cards doesn't it feel good though it does be a little melodic like yeah yeah it's nice it feels good mm-hmm. it's, it feels good <laughs> <laughs> i'm tired of you <laughs> goodbye mcgee so um, things we love you want to go first yeah i think and you know you're watching a real world and real world from the the 90s the the the, the 1900s if you will <laughs> these kids and um in the early 2000s and mm-hmm. it's really interesting to see some of those old old-fashioned trends yeah and you know there's some stuff that kind of didn't work you know, not a fan of, <laughs> I'm not a fan. should not come back yeah but there's some things that I, I i think are could work in today's landscape i agree and one of those things is the wider leg pants yeah and uh I, it's something that i've been really interested mm-hmm. like i think one of my last instagram posts i posted a reel like i'm in my wide leg pants you era did. something to that effect you did and uh just like embracing uh the more relaxed fit mm-hmm. uh so that's that's kind of been the thing i love for this episode is your show has inspired me Ooh. uh to kind of really dig into that relaxed uh aspect of menswear I love that. And, uh, you know, with wider leg pants, you got you to gotta have wider everything else. Yeah. Um, because it just needs, to, you know, dressing yourself is a lot about silhouettes. <laughs> balance. Yeah, and balance. So I'm envisioning the silhouette of myself. At one point uh, last year, my silhouette of myself was 
loose and and fluffy tops mm-hmm. uh which is where i was deep in my sweater oversized uh i called them dad shirts but oversized oxford shirts sure and then like narrow pants mm-hmm. so that was a silhouette puffy up top skinny down below now i'm trying to go puffy up top and looser down below mm. so i'm keeping those looser sweaters okay and fuzzy sweaters that i have now and then just keeping that wider silhouette as you transition down to the legs which is why i'm really enjoying a wider leg pant to complement those looks and Very nice. you know, i think they call them flare or whatever they can they, uh, one of the pants like they're flare they're flare like um whatever word they're using now but Mm -hmm. i'm I'm really appreciating that silhouette and it's got to be a whole 360 yeah because even my boots and my shoes have got to be wider yeah to to complement those things so that's kind of where i've been the things that i love that's great yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna piggyback off of that Mm. by the way i gotta find another term i really don't like the term piggyback what's wrong with the piggyback i don't know i feel like that's something i got from corporate and i don't like it um, but the, to segue, be backing, I don't, so it's, I don't it's like a, it. Something about that though. visual makes me uncomfortable. Like a pig yeah, jumping over the back of another I pig. I don't like it. Do pigs do that? We'll research and we'll get back to y'all. Um, <laughs> but likewise, <laughs> I also feel like when I saw the women, I noticed so many of the trends that are coming back. Like it's the low rise jeans, which never, I'm not, I'm not doing that. But also like <laughs> the thin crop. Yeah. Y'all ain't never going to see me. Keep that in the past. Keep that in the past. Um, like the small crop tops and like the large, a lot of leather on as accent oh. pieces, like leather trench coats and leather um jackets, which have come back as well. But then also this kind of naturalness to the makeup. I think m- beauty now is a little more eccentric in terms of like um the things that you can do around your eyes and things like that. Like people are working more with um shapes and figures and colors and things like that to make these almost dramatic canvases across the eyes and face but generally the base of the face now is a lot more lateral a lot more glowy and i feel like that feels so much like what i was seeing on real world like this essence of of natural beauty amplified kind Mm -hmm. of being it versus you know maybe 15 years ago it was very much about strong contour bright matte lip or dark matte lip and very dramatic eyebrows that you had to craft you know with <laughs> tools and also the girl the, I, mm, the it, guide. Was, it was a time it yeah. literally there were eyebrow stencils where you could get the perfect eye. all of that is fading away i think in this idea of natural beauty enhanced mm-hmm. um is is kind of the wave and i love that because yeah. I just think it's so it's so nice. And so I saw a lot of that. So that's the thing I love. I love that that is coming back. And um, likewise, wide leg pants. <laughs> hey. Love it. So <laughs> Not I will actually... <laughs> flopping down the road on uh, wide leg pants <laughs> I like my flailing in the wind have a little a little bit of room um so what I am going to do for you guys is kind of link um some of my favorite um wider leg pants that I have been enjoying oddly <laughs> enough and then also I'm going to link for you guys some um makeup brands um that I have been loving lately that give more of that sort of late 90s early 2000s aesthetic only a little bit more modernized for today because I think it's it's fun to be aware of what's happening. I'm not a fan of following every trend because every trend is not for me, but I do think there's something to being aware of what's happening and evolving in your style as things evolve. Yeah. Number one, so you don't look washed. Sorry. 
And then number two, because it's always nice to just kind of challenge yourself and, and be right. a little more versatile. And I think Sharpen flexible, yeah, a little flexible yeah. in what's going on. Mm-hmm. Try something new. So I'll do that for you guys. Yeah. And if my if my my favorite, why like flare, apparently they're called flare pants are yes. still available. Mm-hmm. I like them, too. Yeah. You know, for the fellas. Let you your know. ankles breathe, y'all. They're, they're Let them ankles wavy. breathe. I like them. Yeah. Pretty wavy. Little, little breeze. Little so. breeze. <laughs> breeze. <laughs> So yeah, that's a good things things we love. Yes, yes, and I think that's it. Is that it for the pod today? Yeah, that's the lovers and things pod. Woo-hoo. Remember to subscribe. Always. You know, hit the notification something because I think they do that as well in the apps. Like they'll notify you when the show drops, sure. so that you can you can have it in your notifications. Sure. Um, I get notified when our show gets dropped. There you go. So follow my follow by my example. Follow by know? Greg's example. Yeah, and then um, share the show. That'd be cool too. Because mm-hmm. uh, I think we're at this point where I, I think everyone who's rocking with us is really enjoying it. We're getting good feedback, so it would be good if you have a like-minded friend that is okay with irreverence. <laughs> And our perspective on home mm-hmm. and, you know, couple them, the things, if you will, if you will, if you will, <laughs> uh, share the show. They might like it. Love that. That'd be you. a great thing. For I the, love for that the for y'all. I love y'all sharing the podcast. I love that for y'all. Yeah, the community. <laughs> you know, we all in this together, y'all. Yes, indeedy. So, yeah. So keep loving the things. This is the Lovers of Think podcast. Yes. And love your people. It's so, so important. We'll see you guys later. Love y'all. Bye. Bye. Bye.